You are on Ubuntu Radio, South Africa's public diplomacy in action. My name is Tal Mangobene, bringing you the diplomat on Ubuntu Radio between 9 and 12 a.m. every week a day. The Film and Publication Board is hosting a Women's Month Summit, focusing on the topics of sextortion and non-consensual sharing of intimate images. Uh, today in Pumalanga, and I'm joined on the line by Dr. Mashilo Boloka, the CEO of Film and Publication Board in South Africa. He's going to share more about this and what it really means to our people. Good day and welcome to Ubuntu Radio. Good day to you and uh, all the listeners of Ubuntu Radio. Um, thank you very much for having us. And thank you so much for joining us. Please tell us what are the aims and objectives of hosting this Women's Month uh, Summit? Well, um, as you know, the Female Publication Board um, is an entity of government um, which exists to protect the public, uh, particularly the vulnerable groups against what you define um, as harmful and prohibited content. Um, the the issue that we're dealing with um, is called um, um, uh, uh, non-consensual sharing of intimate images and, sexual, uh, and sextortion. These are the growing issues that we have, uh, not only in South Africa, but in the world. And I'll explain why in South Africa they are so difficult. So what you want to do, first of all, is to raise awareness about the sketch of this problem and its impact on, on women. And, uh, women across all the sectors. I think I just read a very interesting article that indicated that people like yourself who are journalists are now facing more and more of online abuses. Mm. And this is one of them that, that you guys um, face. And therefore, there has to be collaborative efforts, not only in South Africa or nationally, but across the globe, because what we are dealing with here is a global problem. Um, now, it's, um, this, is, this, this is an issue that, is, that knows no borders. You find that your pictures are somewhere else, but someone... Um, beyond South Africa, is taking your pictures and apply artificial intelligence in what we call deep fakes and put them on uh, where you don't need them. And then they threaten to expose them unless you give them money. And I think that's where the issue of sextortion comes in. So that's why there's the interplay between the two. So what you want to do, first of all, is to raise awareness on the sketch of this, uh, around the, this problem and the impact that it has on women and finally, uh, look at ways in which we can have collaborative efforts, both with industry, both with the law enforcement agencies, as well as coming up with ways in which you can support the online victims. Usually, how does such incidences um, emanate? How do people end up with uh, images of intimate nature um, spreading uh, across uh, the online platforms? It's in various ways. Um, you know, this is not necessarily a new problem. It has been there before. But in the past, um, it was very simple in the sense that people would only threaten to the pictures were kind of physical. And therefore, unless people have those pictures, there's no way in which they can um, uh, um, post them somewhere where you don't need them. But these days, you put, I think these days, there are two ways in which it happens uh, normally. The first one is, um, uh, you know, you've got someone um, who's known to you, uh, maybe as a boyfriend or a partner, uh, for a long period of time, you've been sharing images uh, consensually. And the relationship goes sour, and then the person threatened to um, release the pictures, and unless you do certain things. But in sometimes, the end is sometimes called revenge porn, in the sense that a person would just say, 
um, in revenge or because you are dumping me, I'm going to release these pictures to the public unless you get back to me. Now, in recent years, we have seen another dimension of it uh, where in which um, some people, you, they don't know you um, at all. They take your pictures and apply what you call through artificial intelligence, what you call artificial intelligence, uh, which you call deep fakes. In other words, they can take your picture exactly as it is, put it on, uh, as an example, a pornographic material. And when people look at the picture, it looks exactly like you. It only requires people with the technological know-how to make the distinction. But amongst the public, uh, they may, it may, through a naked eye, it may not be easy for you to detect that. Then they they, they post it. So that's, that's I think those are the, uh, the dimensions um, through which it happens. And the impact of that is huge because whether um, um, uh, uh, um, you can correct it, the damage would have been out there. We have seen the impact of that, um, both on in your career, people that you work with, um, the, the industry that you work in, or even amongst your family members. I think that's where well, that's where lies the problem. So it sometimes they want money. They say to you, unless you give us money, um, um, we going to post these pictures. And I think we had a, a very popular case in South Africa in the Free State. Hence, we thought as part of celebrating the Women's Month, um, these are some of the uh, the dangers that we should raise awareness about in South Africa. Should it happen that one becomes a victim of such, what uh, legal grounds can they um, exercise? What can they do in order for them to get justice? Okay, the in South Africa, luckily, uh, we've got the, the Film and Publication um, Act, um, which came into operations last year, 1st of March, signed by the president. Now, what, what it does is that when you got something like that, you can still raise that with us. That's the first uh, line um, of defense. So you can still raise the matter with us. And indeed, if you can prove that that's not, uh, first of all, if that's not your picture or if it's a picture that has been sent without your permission, you lay a complaint with us. And as the FPB, um, the, the measures that we have is that we'll tell the platform owner to stop um, uh, distributing those pictures. That's what we did even with the case that happened in the in the free state. What And sometimes you got very good cooperation with some of the platform owners, Twitter and so forth. They can, you know, take the matter down or, or the pictures down. But by the other part, that's where the complexity lies. Um, and reporting the matter with the police. Because if you report with the police, sometimes they, especially in South Africa, that's why we are having this work uh, summit, is because we heard that they classify it as rape or just under the category of rape, and which I think is not a good category. So we have to work with the police to ensure that it is there well kind of um, 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 educated on the matter, but of major importance. Once you have lodged the matter with the police, as the FPB, uh, we are putting together sort of a support program uh, to support the victims. And I think we'll be talking about it too um, at, at, at the summit. Like, what is it that we do? One is the legal support, two, the psychological support. Because even if we take the matter down, or if we ask any platform owner to take it down, or you lodge the matter with the police, the, the culprits are arrested. It is the psychological impact that is likely to stay longer in your head and head as long impact, both directly on yourself and indirectly on your on your um, uh, next of kin, your kids, your family members, um, your husband, your sisters, because 
it's not only you, all of them, they'll be tormented by the society that look at, hey, I mean, the pictures or your mother's pictures were on, on online, naked pictures were online. So I think the psychological impact, and we have seen the impact that they have on the society. Hence, we having this workshop, man. Under extreme circumstances, um, what has uh, victims done to themselves after suffering such psychological effects? There, there are cases, particularly amongst the, the young people, and that's why a lot of time it happens. Uh, in this case, for them, it's not sextortion because it doesn't involve money. With the younger ones, it's about um, um, uh, jilted lovers uh, who will use the, the pictures as form of revenge. In certain instances, they lead to um, um, uh, not only depression, depression actually is mild, suicides, uh, because you can imagine you are a university student, your pictures are all over uh, the media. Tomorrow you won't face your classmates. So we have seen um, suicide and suicidal cases happening around that, others are depression. But certain extreme instances, I mean, like this case that we have in South Africa, where you won't be reporting to duty at all. You see people going into kind of um, extreme hibernation uh, you, because you wouldn't want to face anyone. Uh, you really go into a cocoon because you can't face the world beyond beyond um, those days. So I think those are some of the things that you see, what you call social isolation because you don't want to interact with with anyone, um, Thelma, after, after this kind of um, incidents. And that's unfortunate. Imagine if you're working um, and now all of a sudden you can't work. And secondly, which is the other part, in certain instances, if you are brand ambassadors for certain products, some of them cut ties with you because all or sometimes difficult for you to prove otherwise. You lose your um, uh, your well economic well-being. Certain instances, uh, you can't be on online anymore. Imagine if you are a digital marketer, therefore you can't do that, or if you are a news reader like yourself. So I think that's the the impact, social, psychological, economic impact that they have on on on. Um, the victims. Are there any precautions that one can take in order to avoid such instances? Well, similar to, I think similar to any form of abuse, um, non-sharing non of, um, non-consensual sharing of intimate images is too complex in the sense that it's done by people you know maybe your boyfriend, your husband, or your spouse. I think that's where lies the problem, because sometimes you share these pictures when you are together. Um, but the day that things go sour, then um, uh, you, 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 um, then you face this kind of a problem. I wish I, could, I wish I could say, let us not share the pictures. But unfortunately, it's impossible because human beings are in on daily basis, we share a lot of information about each other. So I think it's the education to say you must be careful. Um, you must know where you, who has got your pictures. Don't just share them. At least when they are leaked, you know who has shared them. So that if there are consequences, you know who's dealing with that. So don't just randomly share. Secondly, um, on the issue of deep fakes, um, it's very, very difficult, but people should be aware of what is that they're sending out because sometimes put these innocent pictures on any media platform, but they get appropriated for negativities. For us, it's about education and education. Those are the, the uh, what we are doing um, to ensure that the public are aware about it. But the problem is that 
we can't say don't put pictures on on the net um, or in on the internet because this sometimes is for commercial reasons or sometimes it's because it's part of your work but people use them for um, their own ends so that's the difficulty but being aware when you are online as to where your pictures go kindly share with us the details of uh, the event which is taking place right now um the event is in um white river um Bumalanga in Bumbela. um we are at the um, um a, a, the i'll share with you the, the name of the um the venue um but but we are in Bumalanga in in, in Bumbela. that's where we'll be and uh, lastly any words of advice to women out there as we conclude women's month well we say that we are here to support the the women uh, because being online is no it's no longer just a pressurable event sometimes it's because of the nature of your work is being uh, making ends meet. Therefore, we can only be vigilant, um, all of us, on who we share pictures with. We should just share them randomly. And I always say to women, when you share pictures, including pictures of your own children, because I always, and, and, and on social media, you see a person innocently sharing a picture of their children, but they don't know where those pictures will end up. Because you see, once you put something on the net, you should know it will never disappear. I think that's the most important thing. So we can only say to them, they need to be vigilant as to what is that they post. And secondly, um, when you've got a, uh, this kind of pro problems, um, don't hesitate to contact us, the FPB, because you use public money um, to assist the, um, the women um, in terms of making sure that you protect them against this kind of harmful content. So um, wherever you've got a challenge, let us know. If it means you have to speak to the women groups, uh, let us, um, um, uh, we are open as the FPB uh, to come and do that and conduct workshops. But the most important thing we are saying to women, please, I know it's a nice thing to go and share pictures, but be careful uh, because other people can use those pictures for their own ends. Uh, kindly share with us the contact details for Film and Publication Board, which they can use to report such incidences should they encounter them. Um, I will leave the, uh, the details with you on the net so that we can share them with the members of the public. Um, uh, otherwise, they can just go to fpb.www. Uh, dot fpb.org.za but i'll leave the pictures with you uh, sorry the, the numbers together with the um the details of where we are having the event um um today on sexual um non-consensual sharing of intimate images so i can share them with the ordinary public